All right. All right. Okay. Uh, welcome to the program. <laughs> Hope you're having a great day. Thursday. It is Thursday, the 26th of October. Uh, your afternoon's starting well. Actually, if you're listening via SENQ up there in Queensland, the afternoon hasn't even started yet. So we need to be aware of that, Coach K. I know you are acutely aware of it. Here we are back in the studio. Big show coming up today. But g'day, afternooners. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, however you are listening, SEN welcomes you to our very broad house of worship. And there's a little element of danger thrown in today. We'll get to that very shortly. We're doing it all thanks to SBS Fence, portable toilet and temporary fence hire in Sydney. Check out sbsfence.com.au. That's Alex and the team. So what have we got? We've got the best caller. $100 thanks to Tristan and Top Sport. So we could extend that over to the best text message as well today for the, the talk topic. And then the Who Am I, which there's lots of controversy around the Who Am I, but what's not controversial is the prize. Tickets for you and three mates to the Golden Eagle, Rose Hill Gardens, Saturday the 4th of November. Tickets at theracers.com. .au. So, yes, SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane, SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SEN 1620 AM, that's up there on the Gold Coast. SEN app anywhere, anytime. Uh, if you want to be a part of the conversation, you can join us, one 1170 The text line 0457-736-736. Uh, Adrian Prezenko, as I said, uh, confirmed now he's going to wander across from the Sydney Morning Herald's officers and join us here in the studio so we look forward to that we'll get a score update from coach k we'll get stuck into those text messages alex thomas is an experienced sports broadcaster originally from the uk worked with cnn for over a decade the bbc etc he'll take us through his thoughts on the rugby world cup final um interesting to chat with alex about that afternoons amplified with coach k the who am i it's back so, fair bit of controversy around that tristan merlihan from top sport he'll be along for a chat. The two o'clock flock, that's on in earnest. Your chance to win the $100 cash, all thanks to Top Sport. And then for the crossover today from 2.30, our first Sydney Flames player, Tess Madgen, star, out-and-out star of Australian basketball. So she will be along for a chat as well. So very busy on this Thursday afternoon. Let's get stuck into it. Wow. So I went to bed when Labashane and Warner were batting. Thought, oh, Davey's going well. Uh, thought Steve Smith hit the ball beautifully. His placement was exceptional. But, but what was to come was the big show. Glenn Maxwell, a 40-ball century. Australia win by 309 runs. They're still fourth on the ladder. But the net run rate has improved dramatically after that thrashing of the Netherlands. 309 runs. Eight for 399. All out for 90 in 21 overs. So Davey Warner got 100. You wouldn't know about it. So that's back-to-back hundreds for Dave Warner. As I said, Steve Smith batted superbly for 71. But star of the show is Glenn Maxwell. Here is the big show after his innings. Probably not something I sort of set out to do today. I think with the situation of the game, I was just trying to give ourselves a, a good platform at the back end and making sure that I was there for the most of it. If you can get a few out of the middle, you can sort of certainly cash in on this ground. Uh, the boundaries are a little bit smaller. It seems under the lights, it sort of uh, can run away quite quickly. So it's nice to get a bit of rhythm finally in this tournament. 
Yeah, it is. Uh, well done to you on that. I was looking in the dictionary a little bit earlier under flat track bully, uh, and it would seem that the photo of Matt Hayden has been replaced with a photo of Glenn Maxwell. So there you go. We might put that out as a poll on our social medias, uh, please, Coach K. Who is the greatest flat track bully in Australian cricket history? So we've got a couple of nominees there. Anyone else want to nominate someone? Uh, and then we'll throw it open to the Twitterati as well. I didn't have uh, many high hopes. I was pretty crooked the last few days. Uh, so Maxi got out there and got it done. So well done. So Australia back on track. Um, got to make mention to Zampa again. Four for, four for eight in another fine performance. Uh, let's turn our attention to the rugby league. Valentine Holmes said he would never play for Australia again. Uh, thought he wouldn't and has vowed to repay the faith of test coach Mal Meninga. As I said earlier with Matty White, that is Mal Meninga's special source, getting people to believe in who they are, what they can bring to the table. Here's Val speaking to the media yesterday. What was in the bag? Look, I gave my, my statement with the integrity unit, with the NRL and, and the club, so um, I'd prefer to leave it at that. Did you mean to upload that to social media? Nah, no, look, I'll just leave it, like I said, just uh, with the, the statement I left with the, um, with the NRL and the integrity unit. It's been a big learning curve, but you know, I've learned from it and I'm ready to move on. You know, to have him backing me in such a, you know, a huge you know, occasion, there's only three games, um, and knowing that I couldn't play in one of them, you know, I've got to you know, repay him back. Big learning curve, expensive learning curve as well. $100,000 fine, 50000 of which was suspended. One match suspension as well, which he served with the first game against Samoa. So he's available for this game against the Kiwis, but uh, you can understand why the j journalists just doing their job too, by the way. But um, as I said yesterday, Nico Hines was singing the praises of Mal Meninga. Today, Valentine Holmes is singing the praises of Mal Meninga. Mal Meninga's special source is getting people to believe in them. I wonder if there's still belief in the Bulldogs, in Josh Adokar. We keep hearing otherwise. Not sure how correct it is. Michael Carianis earlier today had his say. I think there are some elements of, of Canary that would, would be fine for, for Josh Adokar to, to leave the club. He's still got two years left on a deal, you know, worth more than a million dollars in total. But, you know, Adokar has met with Bulldogs again this week and, and privately they've assured him that they don't want him to go. But, you know, other clubs have heard the discontent, they've heard the rumbling, and that has led to the likes of Parramatta, Tigers, Newcastle making inquiries to see if Josh Adokar would be available. And if he is available, could they get him immediately? And, and what sort of cash would they have to stump up to get him? And that also led to a, a, an informal discussion around the potential swap between Ryan Madison and, and, and Josh Adokar at Parramatta. So Michael Carianis there uh, earlier today, but you have to be more specific than that. What elements at the Bulldogs are open to it because if there's not the element of Phil Gould or Cameron Terraldo, then it doesn't really matter. So those two would be making the decision on Josh Adokar. West Tigers and Newcastle apparently following very closely. The Eels, not directly and not by senior Eels officials, but apparently Ryan Madison's name's now been thrown into that with a swap. What is it about Ryan Madison? He just anyone want Ryan? He's got three years to go on the on his contract, but. Only 29 years of age. And, of course, they had that situation last year where they thought, X-Factor. We need an X-Factor. So how you feel, Guffo? Uh, and if, the, if he does come, the X-Factor, whoever the X-Factor happens to be, uh, then that's going to be very interesting for Clint Gutherson, who I think proved himself over the course of the last few years just what a, a wholehearted player he is. I'm not sure that fullback is where they get the best out of him. Anyway, that's a separate situation. Ryan Pappenhausen. He's apparently 
uh, being shopped around. It was news to a lot of people. Let's have a listen how Paps handled it yesterday. Yeah, it's a business, isn't it? I think someone's just doing their job and they're just asking questions of who wants me, but make them make their words now and uh, go out there and do my job. But like I said, I'm contracted for another couple of years, so it's, um, it's one of those things where someone's just asking their job, doing their due diligence, and unfortunately I was at the expense of that. But at the same time, I'm not going anywhere. I don't plan to go anywhere. Um, I still think I've got something to offer. So just got to put in the work and, uh, yeah, prove them wrong. So Nick Mooney, excellent this year. Ryan Pappenhausen injured again, serious lower leg injury. Uh, and then we had the emergence of Sua Falonga, who we talked a lot about on this program after the first game. And everyone, yeah, but you're only playing against another you know, Queensland Cup side, but you you got to believe your eyes when you see someone. So now they're going to say, yeah, well, we want you. We're going to engage you again, Sua Falonga. So three into one does not fit. How does that play out? Maybe there's an opportunity for another club there, and probably not with Pappenhausen, but maybe with someone like a Nick Meaney. Uh, maybe there's a, a transfer or a trade or a swap, uh, borrow, beg, steal, whatever. Uh, Peter Volandis, he's opened up talks with Foxtel, in America. So this is interesting. On the back of going to Vegas, you can't just go to Vegas and say, right, that's it, and we come back once every year. But uh, this is the interesting part about it. So the NRL already have a product in the market, in every market. That is called Watch NRL, where you can watch every game. Pay your money, watch every game. But what if you can get it on wider distribution? So what if you can get it on, say, the Fox network over there in the USA? Yes, yes. Yes, follow the Formula One example, right? Give it away for free. Get people engaged. Now, now we have five times as many people watching Formula One in the USA as previously, and they've got three races. Now, I'm not saying that this is what's going to happen in the USA with Rugby League, but Peter Volandis was talking about 3 million subscribers. Forget about that. You get 100,000 subscribers. 3 million, by the way, is about 1% of the population. That's a huge market. You get 100,000 people over there subscribing to watch NRL and you are miles in front and he talked about sports Australian sports over there well I'm saying hang on we only want one sport over there oh hang on racing as well could benefit from a few more eyeballs coming out of the USA now this is where we get into dangerous territory uh, on the back of a Dean Ritchie article in the Daily Telegraph today it's not a bad line to start with too they are poised to become the most famous young brothers in Australia since Angus and Malcolm formed ACDC. Forgetting about George, too, their older brother, who was a prolific songwriter, uh, Vander and Young. But anyway, Dom Young's younger brother, Alex, is down there training with the Roosters. Well, he's training with Roger Fabry in preparation of training with the Roosters. He signed a one-year development deal with a mutual option Joined the club's top flight squad in 2025. Previously played with Workington Town and Newcastle Thunder over there in the UK. And he played with Jamaica in the 2021 Rugby League World Cup. So uh, interesting quote. I went to Allianz Stadium yesterday. was blown away. It's all brand spanking new and the facilities were incredible. Don't expect to play there, Alex, because the Roosters only played eight games there last year, which is ridiculous. That's a separate issue. But it led... Coach K to give us the talk topic for today. <laughs> no, I won't throw that at you, Coach. But it did make me think about, and I don't know if there's a nice way to put this, so I'll just, the substandard sibling. So the sibling that 
just, you know, it's hard having a famous brother or sister or, you know, you know as I said, Prince William, Prince Harry, so who's, who's spare. But uh, let us know. Let us know. Uh, I know there is lots of examples out there, known and unknown, but you're going to bring more light to it. So let us know. As I said, a shout out to Stevie Warner, Davey Warner's older brother, who I played a lot of great cricket with at Easton. So a very good cricketer in his own right. Uh, and I was going to say he won't be upset with me saying that. No, I think he will be upset with me saying that. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 The text line 0457 736 736. Righto, we're off and running, and Adrian Prezenko is in the house. So let's get to a break, and then we're back with more, including the Sydney Morning Herald's Chief Rugby League Reporter.